0: Good morning, and if you have your Bibles, uh, please turn with me to Acts, and we're going to read from Acts chapter 2, starting to read at verse 14. So it's Acts 2, verse 14. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews, and all you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These men are not drunk as you suppose, it's only nine in the morning. No. blood and fire the billows and billows of smoke the sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the lord and every one who calls on the name of the lord will be saved men of israel listen to this jesus of nazareth was a man accredited by god to you by miracles wonders and signs which god did among you through him as you yourselves know therefore my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices my body also will live in hope because you will not abandon me to the grave nor will you let your holy one see decay you have made known to me the paths of life you will fill me with joy in your presence brothers i can tell you confidently that the patriarch david died and was buried and his tomb is here with us this day But he was a prophet, and knew that God had promised him an oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was ahead, he spoke of the resurrection of the Christ, that he was not abandoned to the grave, nor did his body decay, but has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses to the fact Exalted to the right hand of God, he was received from the Father, He, pro- the promised Holy Spirit, and has poured out what you, know, what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool. Therefore let all Israel be assured of this, God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, and for all who are far off. For all whom the Lord our God will call, when many other words he warned with many other words, he warned them, and he pleaded with them, "Save yourself for this corrupt generation. Those who accept His message were baptized, and about three thousand were added to the numbers that day. Well God will add his blessing the reading of that word, we're going to have a look at it now together? Before we do, let's just pray. Father, we just thank you for your word and we ask your blessing upon us that you'll just open our hearts to what you have to say to us this morning. We ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, as you know, last week we saw the fulfilment of the promise of the Holy Spirit being given at Pentecost. And as we continue in Acts chapter 2, what we're going to see is we're going to see the people's reaction to this. The people, Uh, Then we're going to see what see Peter's reply and then we're going to see the promise fulfilled and the purpose uh, the people's response so just a quick reminder in uh, verses one through to four the followers of Jesus were meeting together they were meeting in a room which was probably uh, in or near the temple area And they were there when the Holy Spirit came, and the result was that they began to praise God. So this morning we come to Acts 2 verse 5, first of all through to verse 13. And we see there the people's reaction. Now, they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. And when they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment, because each one heard their own language being spoken. And utterly amazed, they asked, are all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Pantheons, Medes, Nelamites, residents from Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontius, Asia, Pythagora, Pamphylia, Egypt, and parts of Libya, and Cyprus, and visitors from Rome. both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our tongues. And amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, they have had too much wine. You see, because it was Pentecost, Jerusalem was really packed with people, there were great crowds there. And they'd come from all over the world, or all over the known world. And it wasn't just the sound that they heard coming from this building that caught the crowd's attention. It was the fact that everyone could understand what was being said. So this group of people, here in this building, were declaring the wonders of god in their own language they were praising god so you can understand the curiosity among the people as more began to gather and as they gathered they were wondering who this group of worshippers were they were wondering what was going on and they would have been talking to each other what's happening who are they who do you think they are then amongst the crowd the voice of the skeptics he shouted out, They take no notice of them. They're all drunk. And that's when Peter comes out with the other disciples and he begins to speak. And that's the passage that we read together this morning. And we heard that Peter stood up with the other 11 disciples and they probably all came out of the building. And Peter spoke out in a loud voice. First of all, putting down the hecklers. And he calls for everyone to listen. So his starting point is telling them what they already know. As he reminds them what the prophet Joel had said. You see, his listeners would know the scriptures. They would be familiar with the words of the prophets. Words that we have in our Bibles... And Peter is going to speak about a promise that has been fulfilled. And that was, that's what was happening to them. So verse 17 through to 36, we have the promises fulfilled. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above the signs, and signs on earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke, the sun will turn to darkness, and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved you know this is a wonderful uh, reference to to a prophecy Peter is speaking about what God has said will happen the last days of the days when the time that Jesus returned to heaven would begin and they would last until the days when Jesus would return and Jesus has ascended into heaven Peter and the apostles saw him go they witnessed it and what Peter is now saying to these these people who are listening to him, you are witnessing the presence of the Holy Spirit. And Peter is speaking in the power of the Holy Spirit. And he's telling them that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord now will be saved. And then we come from verse 22 through to 24. And now that Peter has the attention, he's saying, listen, listen to what I have to say. He says, fellow Israelites, listen. And then he begins to speak about Jesus and saying how he was accredited to God, how he performed the miracles and the wonders. And he's saying, you know this. And they do. Because they are in Jerusalem. And these things, the arrest, The death and the resurrection of Jesus have only been recent occurrences. And he goes on to say that this man, Jesus, the one who God delivered to us, has been taken by wicked men and put to death on a cross. And then he goes on to say how God had raised him from the dead. They know about this. They know about Jesus of Nazareth. Many of them would have seen and probably heard him speak. Many of them would have watched the crucifixion. and They would have heard the reports that he had risen from the dead and and the, the, the things that were being spread around Jerusalem about him and things that the disciples had taken the body. But this wasn't true. There was no evidence for that. But they would have known about it. And they also would have known the Psalms of David. And in their uh, sort of celebrations there in Jerusalem, they would have been singing some of the Psalms of David. And so we come to Acts 2, 25 through 28. And Peter begins to speak about what David said in his Psalms. He said, I saw the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest in hope because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead. You will not let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. And Peter says, these words are words that you know, and you know very well that David wasn't speaking about himself. So if he wasn't speaking about himself, who was he speaking about? Well, Peter says, I'll tell you, he was speaking about Jesus. And then he goes on in verse 29 down to 36, where he says, fellow Israelites, I tell you with confidence, so he's, he, he's sure of what he's going to say. He said, David died. David was buried, and his tomb is here today. Go and look at it. But, as well as a king, he was a prophet, and he knew what God had promised, and he knew that God had promised him an oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. And he then goes on to say, Peter says, This one is the resurrection of the Messiah, the resurrection of Jesus. And then he goes on, he says, look, you must understand this. God has raised this Jesus to life. And then he can say confidently, we are all witnesses of this because Peter and the other apostles have seen it. And then he says, exalted to the right hand of God, He was received from the Father and the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out is what you see here. In other words, this same Jesus that you know about and some of you who have seen, he has died on the cross but he's been risen from the dead and we've seen that and we've seen him and he's also ascended back to his Father in heaven and we know because we've seen that. And in addition to that, what you are seeing now and what you are hearing is... The fact that the gift of the Holy Spirit, he has been given and is dwelling within us now. And it's really the Holy Spirit who is speaking to them through Peter. Peter has seen Jesus alive after his death. Peter saw Jesus ascend into heaven. And Peter is speaking by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he confirms that, you know, David ascended into heaven. It's not David who... Uh, David did not ascend into heaven. <laughs> David didn't ascend into heaven, nor did David sit at the right hand of God. And he goes on, therefore, let all Israel be assured of this God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Saviour. And then after all this, we get a response from the people. And this is verse 37 through to 41. And when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart. And they said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? And then Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. In other words, you can have what we have. And then he went on the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God has will call. With many other words, Peter warned them and pleaded with them save yourselves from this corrupt generation we read that those who accepted the message were baptized and about three thousand were added to their number that day isn't that great and this is the work of the holy spirit and you know this message that peter preached is the same message that is here for us today it hasn't changed peter has told them what happened peter has spoken about jesus the real person the person who they knew He's told them that the prophet's words did come true, and Jesus did die and Jesus did suffer and he did raise again the dead. And Peter and the others saw this and he also tells them why, so that they might be saved. And you know, this is the challenge for us today, really, because we are still people who are sinners, Every one of us, there's nobody who has not sinned against God. Because of that sin, we stand condemned. But the good news is that Jesus has died in our place. He's taken the penalty for our sin. And he is now at the right hand of his Father in heaven. And this is exactly what Peter was saying to them people way back then, 2,000 years ago. And this is what? He's saying to us this morning. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you again for the fact that we can gather around your word. And we just ask your continued blessing upon us, that we might rejoice in the fact that we have a Saviour. We have one who has gone before us, who has paid the price for our sin. And our Father, as we gather together in his name, we pray that we might rejoice as they rejoiced way back then. And as people have rejoiced right up until this time, because they know that they have a Saviour. And it's in his name that we gather this morning. And in the name of Jesus we ask it. Amen.